with Dark Phoenix hitting the big screen this weekend, I went back and watched all of the X-Men movies back to back to back in chronological order. And in doing so, two critical questions were raised in my mind. Question number one, was there anybody at all on the set paying attention to the continuity? Seriously? And question number two, why do humans fear the mutants so much? Welcome to Durbania, I'm Durbin, and this is my theological analysis for X-Men, the fear of the mutant gene. And watching all of these movies back to back to back, man, there are some real duds in this franchise. Striker finally figured out how to shut you up. And the continuity is a flippin' mess. But there are some great movies in this as well. And of course, Hugh Jackman is the Wolverine. That dude is awesome. So on top of Wolverine and some good movies drawing me back, there was something else that kept bringing me back to this franchise. And I think it's because the X-Men presents to us something that is relatable and gives us something uplifting to aspire to. Tomorrow, mankind will know that mutants exist. They'll fear us. And that fear will turn to hatred. We have it in us to be the better man. So why does humanity fear the mutants? Because humanity just fears what is different. They fear change. As humans, we like our habits. We are creatures of habits. We like our plans. And when we get those things set in stone, we want nothing to upset it. When we take life and we feel like we got it tamed and we feel like it's tamed and in our little box, our little box of how things should be and how things should go, we don't like it when something upsets that and shows us that's not what life is. We don't like the idea that it's bigger and that it's untamable. Now, when you leave the movie franchise and you even go into the comic book world and you take a look at the fact that people still love and cheer for Captain America and Spider-Man, but they hate and fear the mutants, I keep asking, what gives? What is the difference between Captain America and Spider-Man and the mutants? Mutants got powers, Captain America and Spider-Man's got powers. What is going on there? Well, people like Captain America and Spider-Man are still sort of in the plan. You see, in the plan of how life should go and how life should work is humans are born, they grow up, they get old, and they die. There are some few weird exceptions. Some humans get in accidents and die younger or they get sick, or some submit themselves to tests to become super soldiers, and some get bit by radioactive spiders and, you know, instead of getting cancer, develop superpowers. But the thing is, Things like that are still inside our control. We made the super soldier serum that made Captain America. We made the radioactive spider that accidentally got out and bit Peter Parker. It's all, all part of the plan. Nobody panics when things go according to plan. Even if the plan is horrifying. I mean, Thanos could come down from outer space and snap and half of humanity will vanish. And as horrifying as that is, there's still something about that that's part of the plan. Because things happen. It doesn't change the core of humanity. The X gene changes the core of humanity. 
It takes the life that we thought we had tamed and put in this box and made it our own thing and it destroys that box and it shows how untamable life is. Sure, all's fair when it's a Neanderthal and then a mutation occurs and we get Homo sapien. Sure, that's different then because we're the Homo sapiens. We are the human beings that resulted from that mutation and we like what we are. That's what we're trying to keep in this little box and keep it the exact same thing. But now there's a new mutation occurring. If Neanderthal to human was the next level, this is the next, next level. I mean, my gosh, I'd love to be able to heal like Wolverine or be able to fly or teleport or anything like that. How awesome would that be? To me, I look at that X gene, it's like all positive because how cool is that? But it represents a change in the very core and in the very identity of the human race. And so you have people like Trask misquoting Charles or using Charles's quote to bring about fear. The arrival of the mutated human species, Homo sapiens, was followed by the immediate extinction of their less evolved kin. We are the Neanderthal. So here's Trask afraid. He's afraid of things changing so much that that humanity as we know it will die out and become extinct and become irrelevant next to this bigger and better thing. And it's that fear of death and that fear of change. So they want to have life in their own little box and have it their way. But it's not just humanity that is having this same problem. It's some of the mutants. Take a look at Eric. Here's one of the brilliant things that X-Men does. It gives us characters we relate to. They're put in difficult situations and we understand their temptation to fight hate with hate. We understand how hard it is to overcome that and show love even to those who are persecuting you. We understand that temptation. So when you have Eric, who is Jewish, who was taken to the concentration camps, who watched Nazis attempt to wipe out his people, who saw his mom killed in front of him so that he would give a display of his powers and move a stupid coin. Yeah, we understand why there's hatred in him and there's a lot for him to overcome. We rooted for him, didn't we, in first class when Charles found that good and happy memory and tried to teach him to call upon that calm and serenity because that's where the true power is, even more so than the anger. Man, we root for him, man. But we understand why he fell, but in his fall, we see something. We see that you can't fight hate with hate. You see, Magneto took life and put it in a box as well and he conformed it to what made sense to him. And what made sense to him is humanity is hateful, spiteful, and they're just jealous, and they're weaklings, and they're gonna try to kill us, so let's just kill them. We are the mutants. We are the superior. We are the better. We are the boot, and they are the ant. So there is no moral conundrum in stomping on those hateful pieces of turds out there. I mean, my gosh, that's what that hatred does. He put that life in a box and that's how he tried to tame it and that's where he tried to hold it humanity has always feared that which is different you're right to fear us so when humanity and their fear and hatred of him rise up in power against him it feeds his fear and it feeds his hatred today was meant to be a display of your power instead i give you a glimpse of the devastation my race can unleash upon yours 
And in his hatred and fear, he rises up in a display of power against humanity, which feeds their fear and it feeds their hatred and it feeds their box. It feeds the way they see the mutants and the way they see themselves. So they rise up against him, which feeds his fear and hate again. And it feeds his box and the way he sees things. And then he rises up again. Do you see this horrible sick cycle? This is what's so awesome about the X-Men and what I think has us coming back again and again and again. We watch Gene and Storm and Cyclops and Logan and even Charles at different times stumble and lose faith, but regain that faith and regain that hope. It was powerful for me to watch Charles in days of future past where he tried to find Mystique and he put on Cerebro and it like all the dials and things went nuts and the glass all broke because this, this was broken on the inside. The source of his power, the true source was broken because he was hurt and he had lost his way. And then he took a look into the future and saw that even that future him still held up hope. You still believe? Just because someone stumbles, loses their way, it doesn't mean they're lost forever. He saw a glimpse of what things could be and it rekindled that hope. So he's relatable because we watch him stumble and fall. We see his temptation, even in days of future past where he says, for all that we've done to fight for them, this is still what they do against us. And even against that knowledge that he had, he went, no, I'm gonna forgive. I mean, he didn't say those words, but you see that action. You see that action as he gets older. He doesn't hold that offense. He forgives, he loves, and he protects those that are persecuting him. And he loves those who are hating him. Those with the greatest power, protect those without. That's my message to the world. You see the same struggle in the different X-Men. And as they overcome and choose to love those who are hating them and choose to protect those who are persecuting them, we see something different. We see that this is the thing that shows what life could be. This type of love of letting go of offense is what it really means to break the box. Life is too big for us to understand it. Jesus to me is like the first real X-Men. So you had the religious people of his day like against him because they grabbed a hold of the religion. They grabbed a hold of the law and then had interpretations of the laws. They made those interpretations laws unto themselves. And then they interpreted those laws and made those into laws. Really what they did is they made a box and they took God and tried to tame him and shove him into this box and say, this is what God is. And they liked that box because those religious leaders liked how pious it made them look. It liked the honor that it gave them and the seats of authority that it gave them. So they took God and shoved him in this box even if it created burdens too big for people to carry, even if it took these blockades and blocked people from coming to God. In a sense, it was like Magneto thinking, this is what I am. I am superior to you all. That is my box. Get with the program. And that's what they were going with. And then here's Jesus stepping up like the first X-Men opening that box, ripping apart that box and saying, don't let anything hinder my people from coming to my father. Don't hinder them and don't hinder yourself. Be free. You see, when you look at the X-Men universe, mutation was always inevitable. From Neanderthal to human, from human to mutant. It was always part of the plan, even if human beings try to create their own little box and their own little plan. It was always part of the plan for God to do more than religion and bring relationship. 
It was always part of the plan for God to go above justice and bring unconditional love and unconditional forgiveness to all who come to him so that he can create a new, brand new nature inside of us. In essence, Jesus brings us the true and real ex-gene when he brings us the Holy Spirit. We are half-hearted creatures fooling about with drink and sex and ambition when infinite joy is offered us. Like an ignorant child who wants to go on making mud pies in a slum because he cannot imagine what is meant by the offer of a holiday at the sea. We are far too easily pleased. Neanderthals had a mutation and they became humans. Humans grabbed a hold of that and said, this is what it is. It's staying in this box. That was the mud pie. We are hanging on to this. Then comes the X gene and the mutant saying, no, here's a day at the sea but they wouldn't let go of those mud pies. Because of that, there's so much fear and hatred. And then you have Magneto who saw that fear and hatred and felt it. So he made his own box. That was his mud pie. And now here's Charles. Here's love coming and saying, dude, come to a day at the sea. He's like, no, and he's hanging on to those mud pies. He just won't let them go. But if both humanity and Magneto would let go of their mud pies and go out to that day at sea, my gosh, man, what would they really find? What mud pies are we hanging on to in life and clinging to because we put God in a box and said, this is who you are and you can't be anything else? What do you think when you watch the X-Men franchise? Let's talk about that in the comments. While you're there, hit the subscribe button to become a Durbanian. Hit the bell by the subscribe button so you're notified for my next theological analysis, movie review, ranking video, or anything else I do here. I'm Durbin. Thanks for checking out Durbanian.